Hi, I'm Dominique. And I'm Laura. And this is One, One Little, little podcast. podcast. A look into our Disney-fied lives and ways to bring a little magic into yours. Hey, Dominique. I'm so excited to finally be doing our podcast. I can't believe the day is finally here. I feel like we talked about it like everybody else for all of 2020. And here we are. I'm just, I'm so excited to not only get to chat with you all the time, but to get to share those chats and share what we love about life in Disney with everybody and all of our listeners. Yeah, I'm really excited. You know, I'm really good at starting projects and not finishing them. But months ago, when you made me buy mic equipment, I knew it was going to happen. So I'm really excited. You know, we did all the back work and then we pretended it wasn't happening for a while. And then we were like, we got, we're going to do this. So I'm, I'm, I think especially with trips planned and the parks back open and life somewhat normal, whatever that looks like that we're, we have so much content that we're excited to share and so many ideas that we have in our spreadsheet that we just are like dying to share with you guys. And if you follow either of us on Instagram or have had the joy of meeting us in real life, you know that we love to talk. So what better platform than you getting to listen to us talk about Disney and our families? Yes. One of the things we're very good at. Um, So what do you say we get started by sharing some deep, dark secrets. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) By sharing some rapid fire questions with our listeners about a few of our Disney favorites. Yeah, I think that would be really good. A quick get to know ya. If we we haven't already, you know, burned your ears with our stories, this will be good for you. So, all right, do you wanna go first? Do you want me to ask you a question first and then you'll shoot it back at me? Yeah, go right ahead. Okay. When was your first Disney visit? Um, I am an 80s baby, but my first trip was in 1990. So here I was born. Oh, wow. Thanks. (laughs) Um, I was four years old. Um, And my dad actually took my mom, my two grandmas and I in our motor home from Massachusetts to Disney. And we took 21 days and We stopped along the way. We went to Church Street Station, which is in Florida. Um, And then we spent all of our time at Disney at Disney Sport Wilderness Campground. You know, way back then, it was just the campground. Um, I think it's kind of ironic that now that's my DVC home is Copper Creek, which is, you know, an annex to the first place I ever stayed. Um, So that's kind of special in my heart. Yeah. But I loved the campground. I loved the petting zoo and getting to be at the campground, but getting to be in the magic. And someday I will find video to share with you guys of um, all the places that I got to be called up on stage because my mom always had us at shows about 45 minutes early. (laughs) So I always got picked to go up on stage. Oh, nice. So was that your family's first trip? Because you definitely grew up in a Disney Parks family. No, my dad had been and he had actually gone to the opening of Epcot. Oh, cool. Yeah. So his family took him to the opening of Epcot. So he was a big Disney family. He brought my mom either before they were married or before I was born. One of those two, pre-me. 
And then, I mean, we just, it, it snowballed and, you know, my grandma's loved going, we did a couple girls trips. Um, it's just our home. Yeah. Yeah. It does kind of become your home, doesn't it? All right. Are you ready? I know it's a, it's a tough question. Okay. I'm ready. When was your first visit? So I would say that I was always like a Disney kid. I loved the movies. I loved the princesses. I loved all the things, but I did not go as a child. So, um, when I, Sean, I got married in 2014 and then he planned a surprise trip in 2016. So I was 26 the first time I went and one day we'll get him on here to tell you about all like the stress planning and then him thinking I wasn't having a good time and him thinking that this was like a one and done. We'll be back in a couple of years and just like all of the misconceptions he had. Well, I have to ask. So when did you go in 2016? Because that's when Justin and I got engaged at Disney. September. Oh, we were there in April. I was going to say you were spring, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, our paths were always crossing. Yep. Um, but yeah, we had a really good trip. We did five days. No, I think we did a full week and we rode almost every ride. Like truly, this was like pre kids and we just went all day. So and I don't know how we managed it, but like <laughs> one day I'm going to make a list of all the places we went and yeah, I came home and I was hooked. And so here we are. Um, finally made him get us pass holders because it just made sense. Just signed up for DVC a couple weeks ago because it just makes sense. And welcome. yeah, we're kind of hooked. And now we have a, a Disney princess and one day she'll be telling people that she went at six weeks old. So there you go. <laughs> I love it. I love that. And I love that it was your first trip, but it has become such a, a family thing yeah. for you guys. And you've gotten to experience so many magical moments there and that she can look back and say that as well yeah yeah I think it's nice we still have photos from our first trip up on our wall and she'll get like really excited and be like oh there's mom and dad at the castle Aww. or like with oh that picture is with mom with Belle like and so you know it's kind of cool that she gets to see that so yeah nice so you that. mentioned that you were definitely a Disney kid. So now yeah. I need to know what is your favorite Disney movie? So, I think I know. I think you might know. And I think it's going to be, people will be like, wow, that makes so much sense. She's such a dork. My favorite <laughs> Disney movie movie is Beauty and the Beast. It always has been. If I didn't say it already, I don't think I did. Our daughter's name is Bellamy and we call her Belle. So there's a little bit of stress that our next kids will be like, how did she get the name from your favorite movie? And uh, so we're just going to start calling her Bellamy, but it's always been my favorite. Um, you could name him know. Lumiere. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> could we, like his nickname could be like Lumi. Yeah, I'm here for it. I'm here yeah. for it. Yeah, we're definitely still taking name requests. So yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll have to put up Look for this on Instagram, name requests for 
Laura's future prints. Yes, yes, please. <laughs> All right, so I won't go into a long story about why I love the movie. So tell me, what is your favorite Disney movie? And I don't think I have a clue at all. So it's actually also Beauty and the Beast. Oh. Um, I, I just love Belle's story and her desire to have more and adventure in the great wide somewhere. Um, but also recognizing the importance of home and family. Mm -hmm. um, and I've got to say, I also just in the original animated feature and in the live action, the castle help. I mean, they're so well done. Mm -hmm. They're so well written. Mm -hmm. Lumiere and Cogsworth and then their transformations at the end from their animated selves to their human forms and when they become human again mm -hmm. and the little touches like they just always make my heart so happy mm -hmm. um and I mean the soundtrack I mean it's come on. so good it's yeah. so good you can't like <laughs> I think sometimes people get confused just in general when I I'm like I enjoy Disney music and it's like well that's kids music like no these soundtracks are written by like yeah. top composers the, this is like Broadway music like it tr just because you think it's a kids movie like it's so much of it isn't it's just so I love yeah. this soundtrack yeah it's really good so okay. Are they, are they one and the same? What's your favorite character? My favorite character is Princess Belle, I have to say. And I will say, I think looking back on it, I love books. And so I loved that she loved reading. Um, and, you know, today the modern, air quotes, modern princesses, are very like kick butt and they're saving their families and they're doing all of that. And there can be maybe some criticism from people saying like, well, Ariel just loved Prince Eric and like, you know, they were, and I don't think that any of that is true. I think all the princesses are very strong in their own right. But I feel like Princess Belle was one of the kind of maybe first that it was very clear how strong she was. Like she was going to save her father. She was, comfortable being different in a world where that was not acceptable and I think you see especially in the live action when Emma Watson like makes the washer like the clothes washer and like she was just so ahead of her time and like didn't care that people thought that was weird and I just I think that's why I've always kind of loved her so go ahead tell me are we going to have all the same answers? <laughs> no, no. I think after this, it's going to change. My favorite character is also Belle, but for a lot of the same reasons, but also um, some of you may not know this. I was older when I got married. So Justin and I got married in 2018. I was 32. Oh, you were very prepared. <laughs> I was a very young bride, very much less prepared. That's what it is. We'll go with I was prepared. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I always loved that she, she knew that she wanted a man to be her partner and to work with her and to adventure with her. And I mean, God love Gaston, but he, he was not that guy. And 
I just always very much identified with the, it's okay to be alone and it's okay to kind of forge your own path and you know sit in your room and read a book one day and then go off and save the world the next day yeah. um and not necessarily need someone behind you but instead someone next to you yeah all I right let's that. let's see if we break <laughs> favorite villain okay this one took me a really long time because only until recently did I start appreciating the villains? If you guys know my sister Haley, you know that I'm the <laughs> princess girl and Haley's the villain girl. So I had to consult her on this question. But my answer is Gaston. And it's for this simple reason. For all the characteristics that I love Belle for, they're the opposite of who I am as a person. So I would have been in love. I would have been a bimbet. I would have been in love with Gaston. I would have fallen all over him. I would have been so sad that he loved Belle and not me. And so that is why I chose him. So in my older age, I have, I have taken on more of the independent qualities of Princess Belle, but I was definitely that girl chasing the boys in the playground at school relentless so yeah have you ever had a, a really good Gaston Park interaction because he is one of my favorite meet and greets when those were a thing yeah he he's a good one he met Belle our Belle at six weeks old Aww. and it was like very funny he was like oh my my girlfriend's name is also Belle like he is a very good he is a very good meet and greet yeah <laughs> nice I, I I enjoy his meet and greet yeah <laughs> He's very into himself. <laughs> okay. Are we going to break? Let's see. Are we going to break? Three, two, one. Favorite villain. Scar. Ooh. So I also think he is probably the most evil villain. Um, but sarcasm will get me every darn time. Oh, for sure. And his apathetic... <laughs> lackadaisical sarcasm brings like my tiny cynical heart so much joy yeah, yeah I can see that um like the scene where he's in the cave with Zazu and Zazu's like in the little cage and uh I just I love him I love yeah. him so much and he's so evil and I hate what he does um <laughs> No spoiler alerts, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but I also just animated Scar, favorite villain. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm going to throw out a Sean um, knowledge tidbit. I can't think of the word I'm trying to say because he just always reads everything and knows everything. Do you know that Scar's eyes are green because they're green with envy? I did not, but that is a fun fact. Now you do. Yeah, fun fact. That's Sean. Sean's got all those weird dad fun facts. So if you ever need to know anything. <laughs> all right, podcasters, if you ever need a trivia me. <laughs> yeah. You need yeah. find Sean. He's a good one. He's a good one for sure. Okay. So let's move away from the movies and villains and people. Okay. This is such a hard one. And you know my opinion on having to choose one. But <laughs> go ahead. Favorite part. Oh, okay. So for me, this is like picking a favorite child, which is probably why I don't have children yet. Because <laughs> um, it seems like it would be really hard. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> I would have to say Magic Kingdom only because it feels like home. And yeah. that's my arrival in that park is the first time I feel like I'm at Disney. Mm -hmm. But if we're talking food, Epcot hands down, you know I'm eating my way through there. <sighs> so much good food. So much good food. Like I mean I love I love the Magic Kingdom. And Laura and I already have tons of ideas of going over like our favorite park stuff and park tips and mm -hmm. park food. Um, so just real quick, like I Magic Kingdom doesn't have like its food doesn't do it for me. I love no. me a Mickey pretzel. I love me a Mickey bar, Mickey sandwich. I do love Skipper Canteen, but it um, just, it doesn't do it for me in terms of food. It feels um, very limited. Like when is. I'm, when we're doing a Magic Kingdom day and I'm trying to think like, what are we going to eat or whatever? And it just feels like I have like three choices. Yep. I could say three choices that would make me feel really happy. So I agree with your statement. So that's of why you love it and why you don't <laughs> love the food. <laughs> and then, you know, I walk in and they're there and they're singing right down the middle of Main Street USA oh. and, you know, the tears well up and then there's the mm -hmm. castle. And mm -hmm. that to me is, is Disney and Walt Disney World. So for that reason, I'm saying Magic Kingdom and I'm sticking with it. Okay. Because if you give me more time, I'll change my answer. Yeah, yeah, no, you're done. Okay, you're done. done. <laughs> She's well, cutting me off, guys. I'm cutting you off. Okay, fun fact, for our first trip, Sean did all the planning. Okay. I, and we, we can talk about this one day, I had no clue any, I just knew that there was a Disney World. Like I didn't know details. I didn't know anything. And he actually saved Magic Kingdom as our last stop. So it was like day four huh. before we saw Magic Kingdom. And I don't think that that, it wasn't a bad thing, but it, it kind of created this buildup because then you like turn, like I didn't know what Main Street looked like. I didn't look up things. I didn't whatever. And you like turn down the street and there's the castle and it's just like, Oh my gosh. Like, yeah. Wow. It's so. everything. Anyway, I agree. That's a good one. All right. Ready? <sighs> Favorite park. Okay. This would change. This could always change. <laughs> I have reasons. This is not normally my favorite park. Like number one, but I won't go into it. But right now it's Epcot because I am pregnant. <laughs> I can't ride too many rides. I can ride Soren, which is like one of my top rides and I can eat all the food. And depending on how I'm feeling that day, there are so many food options. So and note to food. anyone listening to this podcast, look for Laura at a food booth yeah. in Epcot this fall. Yes. <laughs> Just look for the shade and I will be there eating. <laughs> So ears, shade, and pregnant belly. Got it. Yes. Got it. Yes. Okay. So that is, it was a tough one, but right now that one makes my heart feel happiest. So, okay. yeah. So I feel like from our answers, our decision, our decisions <laughs> in both the parks and in real life are very food motivated. Yes. <laughs> uh, so what is your favorite snack in each park? Okay. I'm excited for this one because obviously, as you just said, food is like critical to right. everything we do in life, right? So I'm just going to go down my list. Hollywood Studios, 
the lunchbox tart at Woody's lunchbox. Such but a good one. Caveat is I can only call it my favorite if it's the blueberry lemon, which is they're all seasonal. Yep. But nothing, none of them speak to me like the blueberry lemon. So okay. that's my Hollywood Studios. Magic Kingdom is the spring rolls or egg rolls. They have <laughs> they call them two different things. I don't know what the difference is in the in Adventureland. So it's just a little spring roll cart. I've never gotten those and I've heard such good things about them. They're so good. And they're always, there's always two flavors and they, they're kind of like shuffle what they are. So you kind of don't know what you're going to get. But if you love egg rolls, spring rolls, I don't know what makes them different. If you love those things that are so delicious, the cart does close before park. So I'm not sure in current times when it closes, but I have realized before, like, it closed after five. So if you're looking to get one, make it a priority for the day. Okay, guys, you heard it here first. Get your rolls before five. Yes, so good. Um, Epcot, I couldn't, <laughs> I had to pick two. <laughs> no, I didn't know we could cheat, but okay. Um, okay, I'm pretty sure I like, shouted out the other day <laughs> I'm picking two for Epcot <laughs> okay okay so if you need to add a second one in you can all right but the macarons in France you obviously can't I mean hello and the school bread in Norway I forgot that's your like your jam oh the only thing I wish with the school bread is that they would give you a side of like the cream <laughs> So you could like, so every, I don't want like a million pounds of cream. I want every little bite to have just a little bit of the cream. All right. Disney, Disney parks food. If you're listening, are you listening? (laughs) Please include a shot of the school bread cream with the actual school bread. Yes. And then all of the, um, actual Norwegian young men and women working there can just judge me at how American I am because I want a side of the sweet stuff. It's more, it is more than okay. So Mm. quick aside, Justin and I, the day we got engaged, he proposed Mm. on the, and we had dinner at Akerhus that night. Mm. We got a tray. I mean, like a charcuterie size tray of all of the Norwegian desserts Mm -hmm. and this adorable little statue of two of the trolls (laughs) getting married. And it's like one of my most treasured souvenirs, but the desserts were so good. Oh, continue with your favorite snacks, but I appreciate your choices. No, that is, that would have made me really happy too. I I like that you got that. That would have made me really happy. The trolls are the best. They're so cute. They're so ugly. They're cute. Exactly. It's perfect perfect combo. Okay. So I'm down to animal kingdom. I really had to look through for this one. And then once I found it, I was like, duh. So it's the blueberry cream cheese mousse from Satuli's Canteen. Yes. So good. We so don't good. eat there enough, but every time we do, I have to get it. I mean, it's yes. so good. So it's so light. Yes. It's so light and refreshing, I think. And the flavor is like really like, it's a good balance, you know, like you get that like bite, but it's not like 
overpowering. So, yes, so. yes. Okay. I appreciate all of your choices. I'm going to have to make sure I try every single one of them next time I go. So, yeah. You're allowed to add an extra because you know okay. I did two in Epcot. No pressure. Okay. You don't have to. But favorite snacks in each park. Okay. Well, since you're giving me the liberty. Okay. I'm going to add one overall okay. snack. And that is that I have to have my Joffrey's coffee mm. every single day that I'm in the parks. Yeah. I... The Shaken Jamaican cold brew is my fave, but I really try and get the park specific ones. So like the Roundem Up Latte at Hollywood, the Mission to S'mores, mm. Magic, Animal Kingdom has um, the Lion's Latte, which is really good. Oh. It's in the cart. I believe it's in the cart over by Flame Tree. Okay. Um, and then Epcot, I typically get my shake in Jamaican or whatever festival flavor they have. Okay. So I'm going to take the liberty of my one extra snack and use it as an overall snack that I have. I like that. Legitimately every day. Um, I like that. You're very good at getting your Joffrey's coffee. Yes. I'm very good at forgetting about it. So you're, you're good at being like, remember, this is there. <laughs> this, this is, this is my, this is my heart. Yeah. Um, so Magic Kingdom, I guess I'm just basic. It's the Mickey pretzel with the plastic cheese. Oh, is there anything better than plastic cheese? We're not trying to lose listeners here. So if you don't like the plastic cheese, please know that we do not discriminate. Right. But the plastic cheese is where it's at. So good. It's warm. It's so good. Good choice. At Hollywood Studios... This was gone for a hot minute while they were building Galaxy's Edge, and I wasn't sure if it would come back, and it's back. It's the carrot cake whoopie pie. I've heard. I haven't tried. So it used to be at, what was it called? I believe it was called Writer's Block. It was this tiny little store and cafe. Um, Fun fact, you you can now find some of the props from that location in Baseline in the like bookshelf area. Oh, I okay. love when Disney does that. Um, but the carrot cake whoopie pie is like as big as my face mm. with like a cream cheese walnut whoopie pie filling. Um, You're describing this too well. I'm it's like- It's so good, it's so good. I'll stop and move on to my next <laughs> one. Um, Evcot, once again, we're the same. It's the macaron. <sighs> Did you have to say it fancy like that after I didn't say fancy like that? Did you have to come at me like that? (laughs) (laughs) I don't care if they're the ones they have all the time. I don't care if they're the seasonal ones. Yeah. One of my favorites is the Christmas one with peppermint ice cream. Oh. So you get it in the, um, I can't say this word. The The Artisan de Glace. Yes. The ice cream place. Yeah, yeah. Um, For those of us who took seven years of Spanish. Um, (laughs) And you, it's it's two macaron with the peppermint ice cream in the middle. Go, just go. I um, that's just amazing. And then at Animal Kingdom, it's the Pongo Lumpia. So it's over in Pandora. It's the little hut that serves the drinks, mm-hmm. and it's the cream cheese. It's like cream cheese filled filo dough, essentially. Oh, um, 
and it's just delicious. So Lovely. apparently I just really like things with filling is the moral of this story. I'm also a filling person. Cream cheese icing is my weakness. Yes. So, so you, yeah, you should try it. It's delicious. It's served warm. Mm. Um, that's it. I just, I'm getting really hungry. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I think it was. That was a really good list. Yeah, that's, really good I, list. I'm going to steal some of yours, but I think <laughs> we need to move on to favorite resorts yes, before okay. I start eating something. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm literally, my kitchen is right here. So I'm <laughs> before we dive in, we want you guys to know we broke these down into the um, different levels of resort that Disney offers. So we have, we couldn't obviously just limit <laughs> ourselves to one. Did you just hear our desserts? No. Uh, so we each have a deluxe, a moderate, and a value. So Laura, you're up first. Okay. Just let us know which category it's in and tell us. Okay. I'm excited. Also expect us to do a bigger overhaul of our favorite resorts in a later episode. If that's something you guys haven't been to Walt Disney World or you're looking for, to try new places, keep your ear out for that because we definitely are going to dive into why these places are our favorite and whatnot at some point. I can't so, wait. I can't I'm wait for that episode. So I will start with value um, because there's no correct way to start this. And my favorite value is art of animation. The caveat there is a lot of people consider it to be priced as a moderate because two of the, if you've ever been to AOA, it's three different sections. Is it three or four? I'm sorry, it's four different sections. So the Little Mermaid section is priced more at a value. And then the three other sections are Lion King, Finding Nemo, and Cars. And those are family suites. So they're not the same as your deluxe suites, but they are like a living room, a living area with pull down beds and then the bedroom area separate. So the caveat is those get priced a little bit closer to moderate, but the theming of the resort is a very true to Disney value. It's fully themed. Each land is beautiful. Um, it feels like you're walking through the like cars land. Um, like if you've ever been to, well, if you've ever seen the movie, but if you've ever been to California, like that whole park, it's like a little miniature area kind of like that. So I won't get into too much detail because we'll talk about it later, but that's definitely my favorite, um, value. It definitely makes you smile when you go in there and you're like, well, I'm kind, I'm kind of like under the sea and like, you know, the Nemo pool is the coolest thing. So yeah, that's my favorite. Do you want me to keep going or do you want to shoot off your favorite value? Um, I'll shoot off mine. Okay. So my favorite value is the Disney all-star resorts, all three of them, mm. because I love as a runner, I love that I can run through all three of them and experience all three of them. I love that they're in close enough proximity that I can eat at a different themed dining hall every day. Mm -hmm. um, and they're just like, kind of like you said about AOA, the theming of them is so well done and everything is larger than life. In the Toy, Star, Toy Story section, um, one of the RC cars, like myself and my husband can fit in it. So it's not oh. even like it's just for little kids. It's, yeah. You know, there's a giant game of Twister on the ground. 
um, the sports one, the all-star sports resort has like actual sports teams. Every time we go, Justin gets really excited when he finds the Syracuse logo. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's like, go orange. <laughs> but so I just, I, for me, I really enjoy them. And I love, like you said, we'll get into more about it in another podcast episode, but Disney themes their value resorts very, very well. Oh yeah. I mean, it's high quality and it's like, if you're a kid, you're like wowed. And if you're an adult, you're wowed for a different reason. So it's just like, if you want to be engulfed in the magic from start to finish, like slathered on, they're (laughs) your best bets. And they're not, it's not like weirdly cheeky. It's like done perfectly. I mean, it's soccer, right? (laughs) I love it. I love, I mean, it was hard for me to pick. Um, What's your favorite moderate? Okay. So my favorite moderate, this kind of, I'm going to kind of answer this the way you did is Riverside and French quarter because they kind of are their sister resorts Yep. to sleep in. I mean, I could choose either, but I Riverside, I love the feel that it has. We've never stayed in the princess rooms there, but that's definitely on our list. They're amazing. I'm very excited. My mom and I stayed there for my, um, bachelorette trip oh nice and it was amazing yeah and it's like I wanted to stay there before I had a kid and now I have a kid that would love it so it's just like it'll definitely be worth it um but French Quarter much smaller resort compared to Riverside Riverside is huge but French Quarter has some of the best food I think on Disney campus and they also have the beignets and you can get like shrimp and grits for breakfast. So good. And I just have to like sit at another table from Sean because he's allergic to shrimp, but I can't not get it. So there's just like a rule, like don't share my drinks, don't touch my fork and don't kiss me for like an hour, but I, <laughs> it's so good. So yeah. And you can walk, you can walk between them just like yep. the, it loops. They, they both loop around the lake there. So, you know, it's kind of a fun thing. No matter where you stay, you can get your family and walk. And I don't know if they're doing it anymore. I'll just do a quick shout out and we can look into it for our next episode. They used to do the beignet dashes on the weekends. I made my mom do it with me and she was less than thrilled when at the end (laughs) she found out the beignets were only like $4. (laughs) (laughs) Why did we just run? I would have paid the $4 for some beignets. But we still have our beads in our little scrapbook and our little medal. It's an experience Um, and you got some exercise. (laughs) Right. It's fantastic. Um, Fun fact, if you didn't know, maybe you do. The hotel used to only be known as Disney's Port Orleans Resort with a sister hotel known as Disney's Dixie Landings Resort. I actually had a chance to stay there with my mom, my aunt, and my grandmas back in late 1991. We stayed on the Dixie Landings property. About 10 years later, Disney got rid of the Dixie Landings side and converted that into the Riverside and combined it all under Disney's Port Orleans, making one side French Quarter and one side Riverside. Now, the cool fact is that there's actually a giant oak that used to be in the center of the properties and is now split between the two. If you're near the pool area on the Port Orleans side, you can actually see half of the tree with a big plaque explaining its story. It's a fun little fact, and I love that Disney does things 
Yeah. No, that's so cool. I could like barely keep a cucumber plant alive this this season. So I can't imagine that they like took a tree and made the it. Whole tree. <laughs> that's amazing. That's um, amazing. I also, now I'm like, man, I should have put that because that is one of my favorite resorts. They're good, but go um, ahead. Go ahead. Stick to your, stick to your original. Go ahead. Hey, okay. I'm trying here. It's <laughs> Disney's Coronado Springs Resort and now Grand Destino Tower. Yeah. I love, again, this is all comes back to theming. Yeah. I have not stayed in it since it's been re-themed, mm-hmm. but I love the concept of Coronado Springs. I love the casitas and the rancheros. I love the main pool with the mm-hmm. pyramid. I did have the opportunity to check out Dahlia Lounge last time I was in the parks. Uh-huh. And I mean, we'll dive more into like fun places to eat and view things later, but wow. Yeah. Um, what a view. Oh, it's and- really beautiful. And the last, the only time I stayed there was when they were building that. Cause that's where three bridges is, right? Yes. Yep. So they were building that. And so we haven't got a chance to go, but I got a little like wink, wink from a cast member that when he has family in town, that's where he takes them. Cause it's some of just like the best food. So. Oh, I got, we, we did get to eat at three bridges last time we were there and I will vouch drinks and food Mm. delish okay I'm excited um again I think you know my favorite deluxe if you follow me on Instagram (laughs) there's really no hiding what my favorite deluxe is Mm -hmm. um it's Disney's boardwalk Mm. I just love it it, does it make you close to me because I'm from like basically the Atlantic City area that's why right that's what it is (laughs) Um, I knew it. I, I'm an East Coast girl through and through. Like I could never live anywhere that is not near an ocean and yeah. like on the East Coast. Again, the theming, but for this one, I'm like the older I get and the more I enjoy my personal bubble. Mm-hmm. It's the walkability for me. My husband Justin and I set our Garmin watches <laughs> and timed the walk, and it was like. 14 minutes to Hollywood mm-hmm. and nine to Epcot. And you just can't do that. There's- Closing down a park and not having to get on a crowded bus mm-hmm. is everything to me. Yeah. Oh, um, for sure. Especially now with the Skyliner right there, getting the opportunity to go over to Riviera for breakfast um Topolino's Terrace mm-hmm. or the quick service having the chance to get to Epcot and then use Epcot as a way to get to Magic Kingdom like all right. the things I can do to avoid a bus yeah I'm here for yeah I also enjoy the opportunity to have ice cream or pizza at the end of my night so for walkability and theming and food Disney's boardwalk in it's a good one that is a good one. I like it. It's very like, well, they're all well done, but it just like feels really nice in there. Like, and the rooms feel really nice. And like, it is, we went just this year. It was our first time there. And we were in Epcot with Belle 
and it was just Sean and I and like at the end of the night like we would just watch the lines of people waiting to get on the Skyliner and granted like four yep. days later I resort I uh resort switched to Caribbean so I was one of those people <laughs> but it was like I was like oh my gosh this is just game it's changer the, it's the only way I would do New Year's Eve in Disney is oh, if yeah. I did Epcot as my park and stayed at one of those resorts or if I did Magic Kingdom as my park and stayed at one of the ones you can walk there I mean yeah. it's just amazing game changer yeah for sure it's hard to go back all right I think I think I might know yours what is okay. it okay it's Animal Kingdom Lodge okay it's my most favorite what did you think it was I thought it was gonna be Riviera so I do love Riviera it's beautiful I always say if I didn't have children that's how my house would be decorated because it's the only <laughs> decoration aesthetic Sean and I have ever agreed on and it's gorgeous but I love Animal Kingdom Lodge there's no convenience to any parks it's all buses <laughs> but the Savannah View rooms are amazing and Sean and I have not stayed there in the DVC rooms we just got like a regular Savannah View room and it was everything at night if you just like turn off your lights and open your like screen door or your porch door or whatever you want to call it you can hear the animals like chewing the grass like you hear the grass breaking off and it's just like very calm and relaxing and I guess we probably stayed we would have stayed at the lodge and there's this fireplace in the middle that you can probably fit like 10 to 15 people around and the lounge is like right down the stairs and so we would get like a couple, we would get like a drink, some wine and sit by the fire. And even though there's like other people there, the way it's set up, it's kind of like you're both just sitting there having a conversation. That's and cool. so then, you know, another, we'd be done a drink and one of us would go grab another. And it was just like a weirdly romantic kind of like just nice way to like unwind at the end of the day. And so plus the animals, which we love. And then there's Sanaa with the bread service. Oh, yes. I mean, yeah, it's kind of solidified as my favorite. And I, I love the theming in the rooms. It's definitely not my style, though. But there's just like something about that place that is just so magical and, I don't know, relaxing to me. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. What is your favorite hidden gem? Okay. This is a weird one get ready it is all of the concrete through all of the parks because if you take a minute I've shared this with you before haven't I you have so I love that this is what you're sharing with everyone <laughs> it's my most favorite if you take a minute like we were talking about in Riverside if you look down when you're walking at the resort there are just like prints of the leaves that are like native to, to like New Orleans, like whatever it is, like all the plants and like the different parts of the resort are different because some of them are set up as like, um, like more like campy, like in the woods. And so it like, it changes as you go throughout the resort. If you're in Magic Kingdom and you're in Fantasyland and you look down, the horse drawn carriage has just gone through so you see the wheels and you see the horse prints and if it's rain if it's just rained it looks even better because it kind of looks like mud um animal kingdom 
every land is different. I can't even describe all of them because they're all different. Some of them have even like human footprints and then they have like the animals that are indigenous to those areas. I mean, it's so, it's just done really well. The, my favorite like <laughs> gross factoid is in, <laughs> um, what part of Magic Kingdom is it? Cause you know what I'm going to say in like Frontierland, sorry. Oh. Like if you look, there's like, it looks like there's a river going through and you can all just Google what that is, but it's very. <laughs> so I just learned that, that fun Thank fact. I, I just learned that, that from, with you. it's from my Walt Disney calendar. That oh. was a fact a couple of months ago. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'll just give you a quick cue in. It's a river of poo. <laughs> Because they didn't have toilets in Frontierland. They didn't have toilets. Yeah. And that's just how things were. <laughs> and, you know, that's definitely not like my top five concretes <laughs> in the Disney world, but just that the detail goes down to like the floor you're walking on and with how busy they are, like they know that most people aren't going to pick up on it. I don't know how I picked up on the Magic Kingdom one first trip, like something about it was just so drawn to me. So that's my favorite hidden gem. I know it's a weird one. So I love yeah. that though. Thanks. I love that. And I too, I do. I, I appreciate those whenever we're there, like in dino land, you can see like Ugh. bones and like the little, like three toed dinosaur yeah. footprint. Like I, I appreciate that. So I love that. That's what you shared as your hidden gem. Thank you. So go ahead. I have no clue what yours could be. So mine isn't hidden in terms of like, you can't see it, <laughs> but I have to say for, it took me a while to think of this one. And it is for, Tom Sawyer's Island in Magic Kingdom. Mm. I love to go over and explore and like use it. There's, I know earlier you talked about shade, like there's, it's a really <laughs> good spot to go on a hot day. Okay. Um, the only thing that would make it better is we've never caught it. And I don't know if they're ever going to open again, but there's a tiny quick service restaurant over there called Aunt Polly's. Okay. Um, and it's last year in 2020, it was open through like January 6th. It was open for like three weeks. Okay. And then it was supposedly going to reopen end of March. Okay. We all know how that went. It had yeah. like fried chicken mm. biscuits mm. and like things you would expect expect aunt polly to make tom sawyer and huck finn okay so that sounds really yummy that would also that would make it like top tier for me okay but i i love tom sawyer's island last trip we actually took some friends who were on a mission to do something new in every park okay shout out to jordan and tyler yeah. um and that was their new thing for that day. They went oh, over nice. to us because they had never gone over to Tom Sawyer's Island. So we took them over there and then we got dual whips after. Oh, nice. I, I too have never made it after or over. I'm sorry. I've never made it over. I think it becomes one of those things like where if you haven't done it and you haven't built an appreciation for it, it's like, well, I could go over to this island or I could get on Haunted Mansion. You know what Wait, I mean? So I definitely time. need to do it. We're there together. I'm going to make you go okay. over. I'm excited. Because it's a lot of fun. Okay. I'm excited. I, think, I feel like people got to know us because as I go through and think back to the last <laughs> questions, everything we talked about was Disney family and food. 
Yes. Which is what this podcast is going to be about. Yeah, that was not planned. We did not tailor it was, our answers that It way. was not planned. And I think, you know, obviously this is close to our hearts. And I just, I find it very funny, very ironic that those things showed up in every question. I mean, questions yeah. about hotels that have nothing to do with food. We're yeah. like, ice cream and sauna service. <laughs> like, yeah, hello. Um, so I really hope that you guys got an idea of who we are as people and who we are as Disney fans yeah. and what you are in store for with this podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I think this is going to be a fun way for and good outlet for us to just keep sharing our love of Disney and food and family and just kind of get to make new friends. I already am very confused how I'm going to explain to Belle one day that the internet can be dangerous because I've made so many real friends through Disney Instagram. Um, you, Jordan, you know, all these people, I think it'll be cool to kind of really get to expand what we already love and talk about on a daily text chain, right? So yeah. Now it's like you guys are all one big group text with us. Oh, thank you guys so much for listening to our first episode. Yeah, thank you. That was so great, guys. Bye, everybody. Bye.